tell you a little quick rundown about my father when he had, uh, had to retire early from teaching. He was an assistant principal. Uh, he was getting terrible headaches and migraines that would put him in bed for a full day. And he wouldn't be able to continue his job as an educator because he was missing every, you know, once a week. So uh, after 10 years of testing and uh, all of these uh, neurologists, he decided to give hemp a try, and uh, the first couple times he was a little skeptical because the ways I was giving it to him were, you know, unknown to him. So being that I owned a hemp CBD company, I decided to make a capsule, and this was specifically for my father because he was familiar with taking a pill every day. So he started taking hemp CBD about two years ago, and all of a sudden, headaches started to diminish in intensity and in the frequency in between each. He typically would be in bed for like a full day, and he'd get them every five to seven days. Well, the frequency went down, and slowly they lengthened in between, once every week, once every ten days, every two weeks, until finally he stopped having headaches. So this was fascinating, and he really really was thankful for the increased quality of life um, and this was one reason why what I do is very important to me because it hits home and is personal uh, on a very very uh, personal level I can treat patients and treat customers like they're my family. Welcome to Health Stories, interviews inside the healthcare system. In this podcast we invite you the listener to hear the inside stories and tips from clinicians, practitioners, caregivers, patients, loved ones, and those in the alternative medicinal world as they share their stories about how they navigate through our healthcare system. I am delighted to be joined by Matt Neifert. He is the owner of Agape Blends, and he is going to be talking about the medicinal benefits of hemp CBD. So welcome to the podcast, Matt. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Good. It's good to have you here. Um, it's an interesting topic um, because we've had we had somebody last year early on in our podcast talk about marijuana, and um, I think we think of the medicinal benefits of marijuana, but not for some of us, myself, I should say, I don't necessarily think of hemp as having medicinal properties. But your opening story about your dad is an interesting one. So. Um, you had said you, you, you put together a, a pill. What, what exactly did you do? Well, ideally, you would like to uh, think of hemp in the rough form, and that's what you think of it uh, as far as a, a layperson. However, hemp can be uh, manufactured into many different ways that can be useful for, uh, for individuals. So uh, for this particular product, uh, it's just a 25-milligram full-spectrum capsule and it's familiar to people it's dose specific and patients who are not really familiar with cannabis or hemp they don't want to start with something even more unfamiliar like a, uh, a tincture up the tongue or vaping or other things like that so I, I through my experience I've seen that older folks who are interested in hemp and CBD uh, want some familiarity, and that comes through a capsule. So this is just yeah. a basic um, gel capsule that has hemp CBD phy uh, phytocannabinoids in infused into it. 
they take one a day, and it's just like a uh, regular, typical CBD oil treatment. Okay, so let's let's start with the big question for those of those who are listening: um, is the difference between cannabis and hemp? And there's a project CBD, so cannabinoid, I think, is what you've been the the CBD part, um, because they come from the same plant, correct? But the difference is how much of this. THC they have in it so can you kind of break it down a little bit for us and, and help us understand the difference between the two sure sure there's um there's two different two different varieties the uh cannabis plant is sort of a uh, it's a cousin to hemp and hemp through the years is traditionally uh low THC strain so this has been used for industrial purposes also and uh you know to make rope and clothing um and we also use it to make biofuels and all these other sort of things that uh, are up and coming now. However, traditionally it was used for paper and, and rope and all those things. Whereas cannabis, uh, over the years, has been increasingly uh, higher on the THC content and the concentration. So that is the main distinction uh, distinction between the two is hemp is low THC and the cannabis is higher THC. And what does THC stand for and what is that? Uh, tetrahydrocannabinol. It's the psychoactive uh, portion of cannabis that gets you high, so to speak. That is okay. what, um, you know, typically we're in our medical marijuana programs. That's what's controlled substance. Okay. So I think this is, you know, for... For myself, um, I guess this is where the confusion comes in in terms of the medicinal properties of hemp because I'm thinking of hemp, like you said, about products and paper and clothing and never thought of it having any medicinal properties because the THC was so much lower. And so I think people assume that marijuana gives you those that effect in order to help for people take it for pain and um, for other conditions. It's, it's um, the person we had on the podcast was talking about using it for her father who had cancer. And so how can you get that effect from hemp if it has such a low THC? Well, the key is the cannabinoids and how they react with your body. Um, your body has an endocannabinoid system. So uh, it acts very kindly to when you uh, put those cannabinoids back in. And hemp is very full of uh, cannabinoids, uh, cannabis as well. However, the THC portion of it, that is what we have to keep below 0.3% because of the federal ruling that um, THC and cannabis is illegal as of right now. What's the difference then in terms of the effect? If they both have cannabinoid in it um i don't know if i'm saying it cannabinoid cannabinoid in it uh it's cannabidiol is the cbd that's the oh, okay. that's the beneficial portion in uh hemp and cannabis that will you know give us these effects so they both have the cbd in them both being uh, marijuana and hemp both have the cbd in it they do yes okay. uh and as a gardener so to speak you can control the levels of each uh which is you know, the magical thing about, oh, okay. um, you know, um, what we're doing now in this industry is you can control the amount of THC and the amount of CBD that you are putting into your plants and your crops. So it's rather fascinating how we're, we're kind of changing things uh, and utilize them as the market grows. So you can have a higher CBD level in hemp. And, and Correct. Oh, okay. Interesting. 
What's the effect difference between THC then and CBD? So what are you not getting in hemp that you might get in marijuana with the THC? And conversely, what are you getting in high levels of CBD? Well, I believe personally that you need THC to have the full plant and the beneficial uh, full round of benefits. Um, as far as taking out the THC levels, that's mostly good for pain and for helping to sleep. So people who do take THC uh, for pain and for sleep, you know, they're not going to get that much from just a hemp CBD product. So, you know, I do suggest if, you know, you do have a medical card that you do, you know, you supplement the hemp CBD with some THC because that gives you the full range of benefits that your body will, you know, uh, benefit from. Okay, so going back to the story of your dad, he suffered from headaches, you said, for like 10 years? Yeah, it was about it was about nine or ten years. Uh, he had to retire early uh, from. He was a assistant principal, so you know he dealt with you know bad kids and stuff like that. That wasn't the things that you know gave him the stress. It was you know these headaches and uh, being in bed all day and he couldn't get out of bed. And you know over the years they you know he missed out on vacations. You know they pretty much planned once a week he'd be in bed with a headache. Mm -hmm. So you know he was going through the. Uh, going through all of these different providers trying to get help and no, nothing seemed to help and uh, you know we tried a few things uh, we tried you know regular cannabis we tried uh, other CBD until uh, one day I, I figured I would start these capsules and he would be our guinea pig so he was our first customer as far as uh, starting to try them and then you know as days went on to weeks and went on to months you know the uh, intensity diminished and you know, toward the end of, I believe, last year, you know, it was going on nine months that he hadn't had a headache. So uh, it was rather fascinating to see. He was surprised, too, you know, like, no, I still haven't had a headache. I still haven't had a headache. So it was great. So he, when you said tried other things, so he tried sort of, um, you know, Western medicine, I'm assuming, different pain medications and things for headaches. Yes, everything. And he, and and he tried medicinal marijuana, and that didn't work either. Well, no, it was. My mother won't be happy, but I just helped him out with that. So oh, okay. uh, we just gave him something that we thought might help, but it didn't. It's yeah, okay. the thing with hemp oil is keeping it in your system, right. and you know, oh. rebuilding those endocannabinoids uh, or rebuilding the endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay, so so this is the moment where I say hemp is legal, and for those who haven't considered the medicinal benefits of hemp because they're concerned about taking, you know, marijuana, this is an alternative for people to help with um, some of their conditions and, and not use marijuana. It is, correct. Yeah. And with the 2018 Farm Bill that... Uh, president signed in December just three months ago uh, it, it allowed hemp to be treated more as an agricultural crop uh, uh, we can apply for banking even though it's very very tough situation that's another story to begin with but um, also for crop insurance if there's a flood you can apply to get 
crop insurance or help from the government now. So um, it's off the controlled substances list. It's not considered a, a Schedule One drug anymore, which is great. And there's uh, a real push to you know have each state individually have their own hemp growing program. So here in PA, it varies a little bit. We're actually kind of aggressive here in Pennsylvania as far as taking the lead uh, in what we need and what we're asking uh, for the farmers. However, other states have been doing this for years and they're way ahead of us. Uh, Colorado and, and Oregon and Kentucky, all big hemp producing states. Um, I think a lot of other states are looking to jump on board as well. But um, all of these can, all of all these issues can be helped, like nausea and uh, PTSD, uh, inflammation, uh, pain management and anxiety. We have people who can't sleep or have depression, mm -hmm. arthritis, uh, insomnia, Crohn's, all of these other issues that are, are having people getting benefits from taking hemp oil. Yeah, good. And that's exactly where I wanted to go next is into all the different benefits. And so I wondered if you could share a couple stories of um, other people other than your dad that have come in um, and what they've tried before and how hemp ended up, hemp CBD ended up working for them. Sure. Well, I'm one of those customers as well because oh. I had a, a uh, traffic accident. I was hit by a tractor trailer about six years ago and I had TMJ issues and um, temporal, I had trouble chewing. Temporal mandibular jaw disorder? TMJ yes. for your jaw, okay. Yeah, for my jaw. Um, so the whiplash, they sort of knocked my jaw loose. And, you know, over the course of years, I was given, you know, pain medicine and um, nothing really helped. And, you know, it wasn't really going anywhere. So um, at the same time, I started, you know, with this hemp company. And before my own company, I worked for others. So, you know, I would use the ointment and massage it on my uh, on my ears, like around the uh, temporal area, and I would use it topically, and then take an oral supplement too. So, you know, after a few months, it, and it was in my system, you know, I was able to, uh, you know, minimize the pain medicine, and I was able to eat more. I also got braces at the same time mm -hmm. uh, in conjunction, and I really haven't had any headaches. I really haven't had any pain. Um, and I'm able to chew and, and do all those things that, you know, once in a while I will have an outbreak where I'll, you know, you know, it comes with weather and the time of year, but, um, overall, you know, a great, great improvement. And that's just one area because I also had uh, knee surgery and I see this a lot too, people coming in with hip joint replacements, ankles, knees, and, um, they, they really have arthritis or they really have joint pain and it's helping to, you know, decrease inflammation and also helping with the pain as well. So uh, for me personally, I use one of our topical lotions on my knee. It's whether I'm out jogging or uh, taking a walk or shoveling, uh, oh. all of those things that can aggravate, you know, an old injury. So um, me personally, those are the, those are the benefits that I've gotten out of it. And then plus just the, a daily well-being if you, you feel better in the day you know you don't feel sluggish um, I I haven't really taken any pain medicine in three to four years wow. uh, because I believe it's 
I, I don't really need to. Like, I don't really take a, a Tylenol. Um, you know, your body has a an endocannabinoid system, not a Tylenol or an Excedrin system, you know, so it needs these cannabinoids and to make it function properly. And uh, I believe that, you know, if hemp and cannabis, those are things that your body needs. It's a plan. It's natural. And uh, when it's in there, it can help promote uh, positive body function. Uh, One interesting thing, I think, is that people don't understand that THC and stays in your system for so long. um, And that's probably because your body likes it there. Um, Other other drugs like cocaine and alcohol and methamphetamines, heroin, they're all out of your system because your body wants to get rid of them. They're not supposed to be there. They're bad. Opioids, they try to get out. They're out of your system in like 48 hours, whereas cannabis and that can stay in your system for up to two months, three months, and even longer in your hair. So, you know, I think that's telling us something that it likes, our body likes uh, THC and CBD and what it does to help function. Oh, interesting. Okay, so um, the, the cannabinoid system within our bodies, we, we already have this. And so when we, when we take it, you're saying our, our bodies seem to have a positive reaction to it. Correct. Yeah, it's uh, we have CB1 and CB2 receptors, and they're activated, and the benefits begin to occur once you take CBD oil. So yeah. um, they're found throughout the body, and uh, it's they, the CBD it binds directly to those receptors. So when it's ingested, the receptors are activated. It's sort of like a uh, it's like a big circle, you know. Yeah. So um, so you had said there's. Most, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You had said there are different forms. So you had talked about like an oil and there's, you know, things that you can ingest too. Do you find that the people that come to you are um, leery or concerned about taking marijuana because it's illegal or don't know the effects and they're the ones that come to you to take hemp? Um, I, I believe it's a little of both. People are mostly inquisitive on, you know, well, it's, it's, it's different uh, on two sides because some of the products look very familiar, like the pills or the oils, but then others are kind of out there. You know, we have bath bombs, we have honey, and we have oh. concentrated dabs and um, all these other products that kind of scare them, you know. So yeah. um, people like familiarity, and, you know, I think just to get started, uh, they need something familiar to them until they're ready to explore other avenues. Yeah. Can you tell us any other stories of people who came in sort of, I'll just give this a whirl, and, you know, within months it had really helped them where nothing else did? Sure, yeah. Um, a, a few instances. Now that I'm here locally, I have walk-ins, and um, this one woman who lives about 10 miles away, um, she's 81 years old, and she drives right up to the door, and her husband is bedridden and she takes care of him and she said he would never let her try it but luckily he's bedridden because she he won't be able to find her pills <laughs> so <laughs> it's rather comical that you know they have this um, they're dead set against it however she comes up every month and says how much it's helping her you know so mm-hmm. the arthritis that older folks get you know I, I have this woman like I said she's 81 and and after all these years, she's finally able to move her hands, and you know she's driving, and um, it's it's life changing for them because they're 
so used to not getting any benefits, and now all of a sudden, you know, that they are. And um, to touch upon that story, I have another woman in uh, Florida who she, we have a uh, wholesale uh, pharmacy in Florida that we deal with, and they promote our products. Well, she got a bottle at the pharmacy, and she writes and sends a check-in every month. Uh, Traditionally, she's the only customer who still writes a check and sends it to us, but she said it helps so much, and she's uh, spread the word to her cousins. So these are ladies in their 80s and 90s who are finally getting help with hemp oil, and and they're not taking much either. It's a $40 bottle that they take a month. You know, so uh, it's not expensive. They're able to afford it, and they're getting help. Wow, excellent! Um, it really opening my eye, my uh, my eyes, and my mind to um, a whole new area I didn't know about. And so, because it's called Health Stories, and it's about navigating the U.S. healthcare system. I want to transition to. So, why don't we know more about this, and why is this not embraced by our healthcare system, by the clinicians saying, "Hey, why you know this isn't working for you? Why don't you consider hemp?" I'm, I've never been told that. Well, I believe it's a, a lot of it is out of uh, history. In the '30s, we banned hemp and cannabis, and the whole reefer madness sort of thing that um, you know the weed would terrorize everyone and make you do goofy things and then uh you know the reagan era where they did this war on drugs you know there was never any study it was always put in the same category as these hardcore drugs like heroin and crack and cocaine and um it's just it's just not that way and um, people need to be educated and we need more studies done and that is why there's not much uh not much info on it because we not done studies on it in years and years. So, uh, unfortunately, the FDA approves these synthetic drugs that are just ravaging America as far as, you know, addicting people, but yet they're not doing studies on, you know, the, uh, the effects of hemp and cannabis and how, you know, it could really benefit people without these side effects. Yeah, interesting. Um, and so when, and also I'm assuming, that, you know, because marijuana is still illegal, there's and they come from the same plant or you know the resin from the similar plant. I'm sure there's also lack of understanding because I didn't know at the beginning of this podcast the difference between um, hemp and marijuana and its medicinal benefits, right? So I can imagine that's part of it too. Um, so when people do go and tell their clinician, "Hey, I'm taking hemp and it's working," have you heard? Um, stories from people that have come to you and and what the reaction is when they share? Yeah, sort of. um, It's sort of both ways because we're at a crossroads here where um, some people are telling me that if they have a urinalysis and THC comes up in their system, they will be refused their pain medication. So unfortunately, there's no place for these patients to sort of Hmm. diminish their over-the-counter pharmaceuticals and increase over-the-counter hemp oil. You know, it's it's there needs to be some place to uh, transition here, and and it's unfortunately putting them in a in a quandary. Do I, you know, continue with the pain meds that are that are getting paid for, or do I risk, you know, having a a urinalysis come up with a small amount of THC and then them drop me, and then I'm 
you know, out of yeah. luck all around. So yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's hard for them to, you know, make that choice. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, though, about the THC. So what I've learned so far is it has to be 0.3, and that seems awfully low. So you're, you're, what I'm hearing you say is that even in a urinalysis, that 0.3 is showing up, and that's enough for people to say, yep, can't, won't continue to prescribe your payments. Well, I'm not going to say that you know it will show up, but there's a trace amount of THC in right. all the products just because you can't take out everything. So right, right. you know, I would never tell a customer that yes, you will pass a urinalysis because right. there's always that chance. Everybody's body right. metabolizes differently. Uh, it it changes from male to female, uh, from your age and your sex and all mm -hmm. this other information. In your body, uh, you know acts differently so mm. you know it's not something that I would ever say one way or the other however I carry zero THC products meaning that there's none traceable in the lab results so oh, you know okay. some people want that assurance however I still would not say to them yes you will pass your analysis it will not show up in your system because then again there's still always a trace amount so uh, but to answer your question about the point three no I do not think that's high enough mm. uh, but Unfortunately, that's what the government has set into place. Um, those products that we carry that do have a bit of THC in them, we call them full spectrum because it contains the full range of cannabinoids from the plant. Mm. Um, I've, I've seen a lot more people get benefits from the full spectrum products than the isolate. Even though the isolated, just CBD, zero THC, even though that does give benefits, um, I believe that it is crucial to have a bit of THC in there. Okay, so that point three, that's legal. Yes. Yeah, okay. With, and without asking the question of the patient, too. Um, I mean, what, did their clinician say, are you taking, are you using marijuana or hemp? I, do you know if there was a conversation about that? Um, specifically, I, do, I don't know if there was a conversation yeah. about that. However, I get a lot of questions regarding that. People asking, you know, will this, you know, show up because they will cut me off if it, if mm -hmm. I take a positive test, you know. So, you know, that's just not something that I can, you know, guarantee any customer. So, yeah. um, it's unfortunate because, like I said, people are taking these, you know, they're taking these pills for 20, 30 years and it's really done a number to their body. And the thing is, is they're not helping anymore. So they want any sort of relief. Mm -hmm. And we have quite a few people come in and, and they're actually weaning off their, their benzos and their, and their, uh, their uh, anti-anxiety medicine and their, and their sleeping pills. And they're leaning more on the hemp oil because it's making them feel better. So mm -hmm. it's a shame that they're still not able to, you know, take a lower dose of the pain medicine and transition mm -hmm. uh, to the hemp oil. Yeah, I would just recommend to people to be open to their doctor uh, because you'd be surprised. Some people are scared to even bring up the question, but, mm -hmm. you know, be open with them. There's more and more general practitioners that are writing scripts for CBD. Uh, as I have just last week, I got a, a, a script from somebody who's actually a pharmacist and yeah. they came in and they did a, uh, they got a bottle because they had fibromyalgia. So it helps with a range of range of issues. And, 
if you talk with your doctor, they'd be you'd be surprised that hopefully they, you know, they look positively on your at least inquiring anyway, because people just want some relief without you know relying on medication for their entire life. So uh, I believe it can give you a quality of life that you know you you didn't think that you could you could have again. So I've been seeing some good benefits. You know, at least, you know, they're open to that. And I say that here in Pennsylvania. It's different across the country. But here in Pennsylvania, that's a big leap forward to have a doctor actually recommend CBD oil. Excellent. Um, so let's let's talk about what we can do. So we've heard about the great benefits. We've we've heard about, um, you know, trying to, to navigate through the system with clinicians. Um, what are some advice you tell people, especially who have never done this before? Where where would they start? Um, well, I mean, it is a great start. It's a great supplement overall. Um, hemp oil is a great supplement, just with minor aches and pains. It's good for general well being as as well. So, majority of the population has some sort of issue with anxiety or um, you know stress levels. Everybody has those. So, in order to you know, diminish the crutches that typically we have, like alcohol or, or drugs or food or, or anything, you know, we're able to help people maintain sort of a stasis with hemp oil. So um, the capsules, there are, we, I talked about those earlier, there are best-selling product because they're familiar to people. So I believe, you know, just taking a maintenance dose uh, can help a range of range of issues from pain to uh, fibromyalgia to neurodegeneration or inflammation, all these issues that, you know, you don't think that you can benefit from. And they come in different um, amounts of CBD, you know, so you said a maintenance dose, can you, should you be asking for a low dose versus a higher dose? And Well, I tell people to always start low because if you only need five milligrams, why take 20? You're not going to overdose on it. Uh, it's simply in a carrier oil. It's hemp seed oil. So there's nothing toxic about it. You're not going to overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically an adult needs around 25 to 50 milligrams a day. And they get uh, you know, benefits, some less, some more. Other people need less. They need five to 10 milligrams. And um, that gives them a healthy dose. So I would start low and increase it slowly. Our capsules, they're dose specific, so you can't really increase that gradually. We have an oil or a tincture that you would put under your tongue, and you're able to control that by drops. So it's in a dropper bottle, and you can more closely um, measure those drops or milligrams. Uh, I would start low if it's not helping you. Take you know a quarter dropper every day. If it's not helping after three or four days, increase to a third of a dropper and then increase again to a half a dropper after a week. You know, so we slowly increase it until your body hits that sweet spot, so to say, and uh, you start feeling those beneficial effects. I can't help it as I'm listening to you, Matt, think about how knowledgeable you are. And um, is there some sort of training that you had to seek and should we be asking that of the people um, when we, we go to a store, right? So like Agape Blends, we go to a store, we go online. Should we be making sure that the person we're talking to knows this and has the same knowledge that you do? Well, it's thank you, first of all. <laughs> um, but I've been doing this for four or five years as well. So with 
with wow. time, you know, comes experience. And it is something you can teach. However, you know, I'm here to help individuals in my area. I started with an online uh, business. However, it's more rewarding to me to reach out locally and to welcome people in. So I will answer your questions if you call in uh, to our company, and I'll do my best to help each and every person. Um, you will not find that at traditional outlets for uh, oh, okay. that you can purchase CBD, unfortunately. Um, okay. People are not knowledgeable. They want to make money, and they want to sell you a big bottle, and oh, okay. they want to reap the benefits. So that is unfortunately uh, people are seeing you know dollar signs when they think of this industry and um, that part I do not like uh, there's you know new companies just swooping in and um, they don't really know anything but yet you know they'll say anything to take people's money which is unfortunate but mm -hmm. you know that happens that happens in other industries as well okay so I'm hearing the sort of buyer beware um, when you're because we have people who are not only around the country but around the world that listen to the podcast. Um, I think we're in 48 different countries at this point, so may, all, many oh, of the states and many of the countries. Um, but it sounds like that people should be asking questions um, about how much and and you know ask. They should be asking these questions. It sounds like how much CBD does it have? Is there any THC in it? Um, right? These are questions we should be asking. Yes, um, one of the main things is asking about uh, lab tests, the third-party lab tests, oh, okay. check and see if um, your products are tested. Um, all of my products come from an organic farm in Colorado. I've actually been right to the field. Um, okay. It's beautiful. It's amazing. There's 900 acres of hemp, uh, but I see the whole process. Uh, our products are CO2 extracted, which means there's hardly any residual solvents or any of those harmful chemicals that you would want in your in your medicine. Uh, the products are reviewed by the Colorado Department of Agriculture. It's a food safety, you know, there it's all okay. all top notch, uh, all top notch uh, levels. So, you know, I've been able to do my research over the years and find the best product so um you know mm -hmm. that's why i developed my line because i saw a lot of garbage products that these are natural health supplements we shouldn't have refined sugars and all these uh oh, other okay. undesirable things in a natural product it should be you know your medicine so my tinctures i have hemp seed oil and cannabidiol which is CBD. So those are the two ingredients in my tincture. Okay. We don't have anything else. Um, so it's, it's uh, you know, it's about the efficacy and the, um, it's about... The purity of the product, too, right? So you're not yeah, adding... Yeah, the purity of the product. That yeah, one. you're not... It sounds like you're, you, we need, as consumers, need to check what the other ingredients are in terms of preservatives, in terms of other things that they're adding to it. And, and it sounds like we're looking for the, the pure product. And we should be asking about the third-party buyer. Is that what you're saying? So we should ask... Yeah, the... The third-party lab test. Lab um, test, I mean. Yeah, I okay. personally would not buy CBD from a gas station or something right. like that. Those sort of things are, you know, linked to, you know, K2 and spice and all these other things. And mm -hmm. like I said, there's companies just looking to get rich and they'll put, you know, just the name CBD on it and sell it for cheap just to, you know, mm -hmm. sell it. So um, definitely look out for third-party testing and, 
uh, do a little research on your company. Um, see if, you know, if they give back to their local community, if they are going to big trade shows or, or if they're just a, you know, little small company looking to help the people around them. So uh, there's ways that you can, you know, sort of weed through. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That that was funny. I thought that was a joke. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, in well, terms, it, wasn't. <laughs> it was it was an unintended but good joke. Um, the final question is resources. So where where can we go if we don't live in you know North Central PA? Um, where where are places that we can go? And what resources can we pull from in order to to learn more reputable re reputable resources? Well, my my website is uh, com, and we have some resources on there. Uh, talks about cannabinoids and our story as a company. Um, I have lab tests for all the products on there. You can see, you know, how much is in each product that you choose. Um, our products are vegan. Uh, the gummies are vegan, and uh, a lot of natural ingredients and essential oils. I have a, a bath. Mom, uh, line that we have uh, a girl in Arizona makes those and some roll-ons and also natural health products like lip balms and uh, roller roller bombs and there's all sorts of products that you know people can take advantage of uh, also if you look at online projectcbd.org oh, yeah. um, as a company we cannot give medical advice. However, projectcbd.org is a great place to start for any question that you have about CBD. Um, they have uh, an Instagram or a Facebook. You can look at them on social media or go to the website. And It's a great place to start for you know CBD 101. Yeah, that's actually where I went. <clears throat> I was just pulling it up on my website. I'm like, what was that name of it? And that's what it was. It was Project CBD, and that's where they gave all the percentages and talked about mm -hmm. the resin and sourcing CBD, and so that's that's a great place to go, it seems. Yes. Excellent. Good. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, Matt. You've given us lots of... Um, you know, the, the background about hemp, its benefits, uh, you know, how to talk to our clinicians potentially, uh, uh, you know, telling them about um, the use of this product and finally where to start and where to go. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been wonderful speaking with you today. Yes, thanks, Nicole. Have a great day on this rainy day. Yes. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening, again, we remind you that we are on Facebook, so you can like us there uh, at Health Stories Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Stories Health. And finally, we have a blog, NicoleDeffenbaugh.com slash blog, if you'd like to leave a message or if you're interested in being on the show. So thank you once again for joining us. We will uh, look forward to having you listen in next week. This is Nicole Deffenbaugh with Health Stories.